0: How do you email like a boss? In order to become the boss within you, you need to start acting like one, behaving like one, speaking like one, and in today's world, emailing like one. But just as no one teaches us how to be a boss, no one teaches us how to email like one. Today, I'm walking you through the four steps to email like a boss. What's up, Explerners? Mary Daphne here of MyExplorning.com, where we believe a richer life begins with better communication. Today, we're talking about how to write an email like the boss you are. Now, in my world, boss doesn't necessarily mean you're ordering people around. I'm talking about being a boss of who you are and how people interact with you. Every form of communication is a way for you to express your Boston It's an opportunity to act in a way that reflects your professionalism, leadership, and clear thinking. Clear writing is often forgotten in today's world of texting and broken sentences. But it's hard to overstate just how powerful high-quality writing can be in the context of demonstrating your Boston. Of course, high quality doesn't mean long. Often, it means the opposite. Have you ever sent a long email that you toiled over for hours and hours just to get right, only to receive a one-sentence response where it was obvious that that person didn't even read that email? If that's not testament to keeping it short, sweet, and simple, I don't know what is. With the right approach, writing great emails shouldn't feel like a slog. It should feel like a quick jaunt in the park, refreshing and invigorating. With that, let's look at the four steps you can take to email like a boss. And I think a couple of these may come as a surprise. Number one, less is best. Too often when we write emails, we feel a need to include everything and the kitchen sink. In our minds, we're thinking the more I put in here, the less likely I am to forget anything and the clearer they'll see what I'm saying. Now, the problem with this approach is that when you put too much info and jam it into that email, the reader loses track of the point that you're trying to make. And worse yet, if it's too long, the reader might skim it or just not read it at all. So that'll completely make them miss what you're trying to say. So instead, remember the age-old phrase, kiss. Keep it simple, silly. What's the best way to do that? Well, before you write your email, take a second to think about what you're hoping to accomplish with this email. This is your mission statement jot it down on a piece of paper, or at the top of your email, and you can delete it later on. Then, as you write your email, keep returning to that mission statement. Make sure that every single sentence you write is explicitly helping you achieve that mission statement. Once you've finished writing, reread your mission statement and ruthlessly delete, 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 anything from your email that isn't directly related to it. Did you catch yourself going off on a tangent? Exit. it, were you making a separate, unrelated point? Save it for a separate email. Now, don't get me wrong, this isn't easy. As Mark Twain famously said, I was going to write you a shorter letter, but I didn't have the time. <laughs> But this will help you ensure that the person fully grasps what you're trying to say. And by keeping it shorter, it will ensure that they actually read the email at all. Number two, avoid repetition. This is related to the first point, which is that the shorter your email, the more likely it is to be read and understood. And a big culprit in this regard is repetition we often feel like we need to repeat the most important parts of the email a few extra times just to make sure the point is conveyed. The more you say it, the more likely they're to understand it, right? Mm, Wrong. (laughs) The thing is, when you repeat yourself, you're actually more likely to confuse the reader. They'll think, wait, didn't she just say that before? Is she trying to make a separate point here? I don't get it. Or they might assume that the rest of your email will be similarly repetitive. In that case, they'll just stop reading. If you feel like your main point is getting lost or isn't really popping out enough, you've probably included too much extraneous, unnecessary information in your email. Revisit the first point and try to get rid of all the fluff. Once is always enough. Number 3. Be explicit about your tone One big drawback about email is that there isn't any body language, and emojis don't count. When you talk to someone in person, you can read their face. When you talk to them on the phone, you can interpret the tone of their voice. Remember the smiley voice? With their writing, all you have to go on is the words. Now, because of this, people often misinterpret the tone of the email. An email could be read as rude, sarcastic, or angry when it was actually meant to be sincere, neutral, or even a joke. Now, for this reason, if you're happy about something, make sure that you explicitly write that. If you're frustrated about something, say so. If you're making a joke, you should probably include a little disclaimer about that. The bottom line here is that you need to be super super clear about how you want the tone of your email to be interpreted. Never, ever leave it up to the reader to interpret. They will almost always interpret it in a way that you least expect. Number four, never write an angry email. We just discussed how important it is to be explicit about your tone in an email, but one tone you never, ever want to strike is angry. To be clear, it's totally fine to express frustration or concern or even confusion, but the truth is anger has no place in email. You will almost inevitably write something that you'll later regret and that even could have potential consequences. Anger makes people do things they wouldn't normally do. They stop making sense, they lose sight of the bigger picture, and they often end up making things worse. And putting that irrational, anger-fueled behavior in writing is a recipe for disaster because there will be a permanent record of what you just said. It's embarrassing. It can get you in trouble and it will almost never help solve the problem. So, if you're ever feeling that sense of anger bubbling up inside you when you're writing, stop immediately. Walk away from your computer Put your phone down and take five minutes to breathe deeply and just decompress. Maybe work on something else for a while. Distract yourself. Go out on a walk. My rule of thumb is that if I'm really angry, like really angry, I need to wait at least 12 hours before responding in writing. That gives me time to form a much more logical, coherent response that is Really focused on solving the problem rather than venting my anger. All right. So there we have it. Four powerful tips for writing emails like the boss you are. Let's quickly recap. Number one, write with a clear mission statement. Two, never repeat yourself. That will just confuse the reader. Number three, be really clear about your tone of voice. And number four, never ever write an email when you're angry. Now, at this point, you might be thinking, won't thoughtful emails like this take longer? The answer is yes, at least while you're writing the email, but it actually saves you time in the long run. Why is that? Well, because when you write a clear and concise email, you ensure that the reader totally understands exactly what you're saying, which avoids a bunch of additional follow-up emails that would have sapped way more of your time trying to clarify what you originally intended to say. In other words, by investing a little extra time and going that extra mile in your email writing, you will get much more value out of your communication and your friends and colleagues and family will start treating you like the boss you are. All right, Explorers. that's a wrap on this lesson. I hope that you enjoyed it and found it valuable. If you did, don't forget to like, comment, and share. It really helps support the X-learning community and it allows me to help support you in your communication goals. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to join our tribe of Explorers. I will see you in my next lesson. Happy Exploring!